Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. It is a civil war, a rebellion, that we are living in a part of the universe occupied by the rebel God. God is ultimately for us. And don't worry about the rest. He's got the rest sorted out. Well, um, what about Wednesday? Uh, Kingdom Culture Conversations. We are here in January. It's the uh, middle of the first month already. We're flying through the new year. And uh, I am flying solo today. Mr. Brown is uh, is out. And, and JT, thanks for joining us the last couple What About Wednesdays. But I'm here again with Robbie Lashua. Um, how you doing, Robbie? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, good. good. And uh, uh, Mr. Brown and I try to play the how was your Christmas thing, but we, we know we're recording this in December yet. I hope so. it was good. <laughs> yeah, I hope it I was hope really good. I hope it'll be good in retrospect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what if Jesus comes back between oh, now be and- that'd be the best, wouldn't it? That'd be a great Christmas that would, present. I, yes. yes. I, I'm in. I'm in for that. Absolutely. Um, a, a pastor of mine, he used to say, come Lord Jesus quickly. Many of us are waiting. Not one of us will be disappointed. That's good. Um, and uh, I, I'm not sure there's, you know- disappointment. I don't know. I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready. Too. I'm ready. And, uh, but today we're going to talk about a little, little more theological, little, little kind of harder subject than we had about genealogies and myths and Santa Claus. And, uh, let me just begin in 2015, Laricia Hawkins, a professor at Wheaton college in Illinois, decided to wear a headscarf during the Advent season as a gesture of solidarity with Muslims. In doing so, Hawkins quoted Pope Francis saying that Christians and Muslims worship the same God. But some evangelical Christians disagree, and Wheaton, a Christian school responding by putting the political science professor on paid administrative leave, the college says it needs time to review whether her statement puts her at odds with the faith perspective required of those who work there. On February 8, 2016, Wheaton College and Hawkins issued a joint statement that they had reached a confidential agreement under which they will part ways. On March 3, 2016, the Institute for Advanced Studies and Culture at the University of Virginia announced that Hawkins would be appointed as the school's Abdul Qadar Visiting Faculty Fellow. Hmm. So the questions for discussion. If it is accepted that Judaism, which gave rise to Christianity, can be traced back to Abraham through Isaac, and Islam can also be traced back to Abraham versus Ish- via Ishmael, then at what point in time, the point at which both Isaac and Ishmael were in the immediate family of Abraham, their God was the same, um, is the God the same or not? Is this an accurate or faulty premise that Muslims and Christians or Jews celebrate the same God? Yeah, the the simple answer is no, <clears throat> they're not no. the same God. <laughs> okay, they're yeah. not. Yeah, just, just because, okay, so, so think about this, like, if I today created a cult, I'm not going to. Okay. But let's just say I did. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that God of the Old Testament, you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and that, you know, all of that. Yeah, that's, that's actually, uh, I'm, I'm the Edomites, Esau's descendants. That's where my people are from. And so, yeah, we're all, we all worship the same God. Well, but this God is actually, a, he's a gelatin orb who uh, isn't eternal. He came into existence at a certain point, okay. and uh, he doesn't know everything. 
but it's the same God. So in the, you're, well, is we're that the saying, same God? We're saying in the Muslim faith, that's kind of what God is. Well, no, I'm not saying he's okay. a gelatin orb. <laughs> yeah, okay, faith. yeah. I'm just saying if I came along, you know, 3,500 years after Moses writes the Pentateuch, yeah, and I say, yeah, we're from the Moabites, or we're from the Edomites, or we're from this other people group mentioned in the Bible, therefore it's the same even though the attributes and who we believe this God to be are completely different to what Christians or Jews or Muslims believe. Is it the same just because we're claiming to have come from the same book? No. You have to ask, what are their beliefs about God? Who do they claim him to be? What are the attributes of the God? Yeah. Not just that they're saying, yeah. And I would think where those beliefs come came from. from. Too. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's where you, you find with, with um, Islam, Allah is not even close to the same as the God that the Christians uh, believe in. And to be honest with you, Muslims would agree with that. They would? Oh, yeah. They okay. don't think we worship the same God okay. at all. Um, they think we're completely mistaken about who God is. And that's what we would say, you know, vice versa. We think they're completely mistaken yeah. about who God is. So the question is, let's get into, you know, what do they believe about God? So the word Allah is just the Arabic word for God. Okay. So, you know, no big, I don't think it's a big deal calling him that if you speak Arabic, because that's the word for that's it. That's right? the word. All right. Yeah. Just like, but when you're yeah. talking about the God of the Quran, <clears throat> that's a totally different thing. Who does the who does Muhammad right? Who does the Quran claim Allah to be? And this is a very huge distinction between the Christian belief in God and the Muslim belief in God. So, um, the doctrine of Allah's oneness—it's called Tawhid, T A W H I D. I think I'm pronouncing it right. But, <laughs> Sounds good. But it's a big doctrine for them, and it's vital to understanding Islam. What it is is it's it's saying that that Allah is just one. There's only one God. Monotheism is a huge part of. Islam. And that's why Muhammad was getting in trouble with all the people in Mecca because they were polytheists okay. and he's trying to teach monotheism. Right. So that's that's where there was some contention. And actually, they kicked him out and he went up to Medina for a while and then he formed an army and came back and um, submitted all of them. <laughs> but that was a that was the contention. There's okay. only one God. No, there's multiple gods. So Islam is very, very monotheistic. Um, so much to the point that they would say Christians are polytheists because we believe in the Trinity. Okay. Yeah. We believe there's three gods, they would say. And that is the worst sin that you can commit. So I'm going to read a little Quran, if yeah. that's cool. Sure, okay. absolutely. So um, this is from Surah. Surah just means chapter. One of the, okay. Yeah, so this is chapter 59, 22 through 24 in, in the Quran. It says, He is Allah, other than whom there is no deity. Knower of the unseen and the witnessed. He is the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. He is Allah other than whom there is no deity. The sovereign, the pure, the perfection, the bestower of faith, the overseer, the exalted in might, the compeller, the superior. Exalted is Allah above whatever they associate with him. He is Allah, the creator, the inventor, the fashioner. To him belong the best names. Whatever is in the heavens and earth is exalting to him. And he is the exalted in might, the wise. So you see... He, he's the only one. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, Surah chapter 4, verse 171. O people of the book. That's specifically addressing Christians and Jews. Okay, the book. Okay, okay would be the Torah or the- It would be the, the Torah and the Injil, the Gospels. Okay. Yep. 
O people of the book, commit no excesses in your religion, nor say of God aught but the truth. Christ Jesus, the son of Mary, was no more than an apostle of God, and his word which he bestowed on Mary, and a spirit proceeding from him. So believe in God and his apostles. Say not Trinity. Desist, it'll be better for you, for God is one God. Glory be to him. Far exalted is he above having a son. To him belong all things in the heavens and on earth, and enough is God as a disposer of affairs." So you see it says, do not say he has a son. Do not say Trinity. It'll be better for you not to believe now this, that. I don't want to like, <clears throat> this is in the Quran. You're, is, you're reading straight This is from chapter that. four, verse 171 of the Quran. Okay. Anyone can look it up. Surah 4, 171. Okay. Yeah. So Trinity to them equals polytheism. Okay. God is one, monotheism. Allah is one person. We believe that God is one being that exists as three persons, right. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, co-equal, co-eternal. That's what the Trinity is. They would say, no, and this is such a big deal to them that honestly, it's the worst sin you can commit. To attribute anything to Allah is the sin of shirk, S-H-I-R-K, and it's translated as idolatry. So, um, and it doesn't, like, again, mean worshiping a statue necessarily. It means to conjoin Allah with any of his creatures, to ascribe a partner to him, or to understand him to possess limitations that are characteristic of creatures. Wow. So, if you believe in Jesus, you're committing the worst sin. If you believe Jesus is God, yeah. you're committing the worst sin possible in Islam. So... We don't believe in the same God. <laughs> Does yeah. this make sense? Like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Fundamentally, completely different being. Yeah. And, and Muslims would say that too. They would say, no, you, you, you don't believe in the same thing as us. With the Trinity, especially. I mean, yeah. uh, so I mean, the, in the, the Jewish faith, they, they don't, wouldn't believe in a Trinity, correct? No, the Jews would believe, Did they believe in, in the Holy in Spirit. The um, they, they, the spirit of God, but they don't, I don't think they think it's a person. Okay. They would say there's only one De Deuteronomy six, four hero Israel, the Lord, God, the Lord is one. one. The problem is, is there's many old Testament passages that talk about multiple Yahweh's, okay. um, multiple Lords, right? Things like that. Where, where I would say even at Jesus time, there was, um, doctrine being taught in certain rabbinical circles mm -hmm. about the two Yahweh's of the old Testament. Okay. They saw two personages being talked about at the same time. Okay. Um, which is, and Jesus picked up on it. Remember the, in that passage, um, the Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. David's not talking about himself. Who's right. he talking about? Who are the two Lords? Right. Um, so very interesting stuff. But for, for Christians, and again, so this Wheaton College professor, yeah. we, it, it's, not, it's just fundamentally a completely different belief in who this God is. Um, yeah. Now, you can talk more about uh, the attributes of Allah, right? And um, there's there's so much we could get into. I, I, you know, we don't have time to right. do everything. But one of the things that I think is important uh, about God is, you know, the Bible says things like, God is not a man that he should lie. Remember mm -hmm. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, do not lie is, or do not bear false good, witness. It's mm -hmm. one of the commandments, right? Yeah. Um, James says, you know, in, in God, there is no shifting shadow, right? Right. Uh, he can't tempt. There's, you know, there's all these passages, right? Yeah. Okay. I want to read to you a few verses from the Quran about the attributes of Allah. 
Sound yeah. good? Yeah. All right. So this is from Surah 354, chapter 354. And can I, let's get some background. Like Sarah, is that kind of just, is there really, like it's not, is it set up like the Bible? There's not books per se? There's not books. There's just chapters, chapters. in the Quran. Yeah. And all written by Muhammad? Well, yeah. I mean, the Muslims would claim that they were given to him by God. Okay. And he, he but he was the he was the he, he was, was the, the person author. who was told. Yeah, and there's dispute on. He probably didn't write them down. He probably just memorized them and then told Passed them to people them orally. Okay. Yeah, there's some people who think that uh, the demonic behind this didn't want them to have it written down because when you write it down, you can see contradictions. They just mm. wanted it to be a an oral, uh, you know, a memorized thing. Okay. Which is fascinating. But okay, yeah. <clears throat> but and and they're and they're they're um the chapters are um they're not in chronological order. Uh, so you need to know which one comes last, which is really important, um, because they have this law of abrogation, which means the newest revelation trumps the older. Okay. So it's important to know, okay, what's the newest revelation? Yeah. Uh, chapter nine of the Quran is the newest. Is the newest. Which okay. is about kill the infidels, anyone who doesn't believe, murder them. Okay. So um, the jihadists are the real Muslims, to be honest with you. Okay. Anyways. And, I, and I'll, I'll just want to go a little bit farther there. Did that get added? Or did, was it all kind of written down at the same time? Or was... Yeah, so what happened was <clears throat> Muhammad dies, <clears throat> and then one of, oh man, I can't remember the dude's name, but a guy rises up, one of the Khalifas, I think, and he, he wants to kind of codify like the official version of the Quran. And so they gathered like scraps people had written down, and they talked with like all of Muhammad's right hand guys and tried to get all of it because it was a memorized thing. Mm-hmm. And so once they. They got all of it and wrote down like the authorized version. They burnt all the scraps that people had before. Mm. Um, but the problem is in in the hadith. So hadith are like um, Muslims believe that they're true um, and their their biographies about Muhammad and their histories, and they live their life according to those more more so than the Quran a lot of the time because they're supposed to emulate Muhammad. Okay. And so a lot of Muhammad's life's written in all these hadiths. And so in the Hadith, it's crazy because one of Muhammad's wives talks about how she knows there's missing Quran in the official version. <laughs> she remembers stuff that Muhammad told her that didn't make it into the authorized version. Okay. Um, and then one of his right-hand guys said the same thing. There's more that they didn't put in there. Yeah. And so right away we know they didn't put everything in. But Muhammad never wrote it down. So it's just, it's a mess. Right off the bat, we know there's problems with it. Yeah. Okay? So um, it's a fascinating history of transmission yeah. and uh, when you compare it with the new testament greek stuff we have we have such better evidence that we know what the apostles wrote yeah. than they 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 have about what muhammad actually said okay so but but the claim is muhammad went into a cave and then um a being a spiritual being appeared to him and squeezed him really hard and hurt him and said uh write it down write it down and he said i can't write i can't write because he was illiterate and he said okay we'll recite this and he gave him um, the the first portion of the Quran, and supposedly he'd go and get more and more and more of it. Okay. Um, from this angelic being, crazy though, in the Hadith it says that Muhammad, um, the first time he encountered this being all by himself in a cave, so no other witnesses. Uh, he goes home to his first wife, who was an older, rich lady who was older than him. It says that he was like in a deep sweat. He went home, lied in her lap, cover me up, freaked out, hair on the back of his neck standing up, and he says, "I think I'm possessed." <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh, no, I don't know about that. She takes him to her cousin, who was a supposed Christian, and he says, no, 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 that was the that was Gabriel, the angel from God. Like, wow. you're, you're a new prophet. Wow. Muhammad tries to commit suicide multiple times after that. Wow. Every time he tries to jump off a mountain, this spiritual being shows up and says, hey, no, don't do it. 
I have more Quran for you. So it's, it's, it's just, and this isn't their sources. This isn't like a Christian source. No. This is Hadith that Muslims believe is true. So there's just a lot of weird stuff surrounding okay. this. But that's how the Quran, that's how it was given. They think God sent a messenger to tell Muhammad these words that are written eternally in the heavens. Okay. But okay. chapter nine is kind of the last. Yeah, it's the that, last. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's the latest revealed <clears throat> portion. Okay. Which is important because if it contradicts. So sometimes people say, well, you know, Islam is a, it's a religion of peace. Look, there's this about live at peace with people, this and that. And yeah, th- it does say that. But that was early on when he didn't have a big army. And then later he gets a big army. It gets changed. And it becomes kill everybody. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So anyways, <clears throat> chapter three, verse 54 of the Quran says this, and they, the unbelievers, planned to deceive and Allah planned to deceive the unbelievers and Allah is the best of deceivers. Does that sound like the God of the Bible? No. He's not yeah. a man that he He's can the best lie. Deceiver. He can't go back on his promises. Yeah. Allah is the best deceiver. Well, yeah, that's a good one, right? Yeah. Um, Quran 7 verse 99. Are they then safe from Allah's deception? No one feels safe from Allah's deception except those that shall perish. Wow. Yikes! Wow. Okay, well, okay. Wow. Uh, Quran uh, chapter 8, verse 30, uh, Surah 8:30. And remember, when the unbeli- unbelievers plotted deception against you, O Muhammad, to imprison you or kill you or expel you, they plotted deception. But Allah also plotted deception, and Allah is the best of deceivers. Multiple times the Quran wow. says Allah is a deceiver. Wow. So again, is this the same God of the yeah. Bible? I, I don't think so. So you can look at what we think of his ontology, right? Like what uh-huh. type of being is he? Well, we believe in a trinity. They don't. So that's different right off the bat. Yeah. But then what about his attributes? And you can dig into the attributes of Allah and the attributes of Yahweh. They're not the same. Mm. So I, I think that, you know, quick answer is no, they're, they're not the same. And I don't know yeah. why that lady at Wheaton thought that they were. Um, or thought like it's just it's a very ignorant position. To yeah, take. absolutely. And no Muslim would claim that. That's the other thing. I always see That's this big. coming from Western Americans or 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 a Western Europe, saying, "Oh, it's all the same." Muslims never say that because they know it's not. Wow. Now I would say, do we have the same God as the Jewish people? But we believe different things about that same God because I don't think there's nothing new in the Jewish God that outside of the the, the Trinity when when Jesus comes in the New Testament. But the mm-hmm. Old Testament God, he wasn't the Trinity, or he was, but yeah. it wasn't. They didn't really make, like. What does a Jewish person do with "Let us make man in our own image"? Well, they would say that's the royal we. It's the royal okay. plural, yeah. <laughs> and it could be. Yeah. Um. But there's other there's other issues, right? Like you have like the angel of the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, in Genesis 18, um, you have Abraham. So this is before Isaac's born, right? But the promise has already been laid yeah. like 20 years earlier. Yeah. And then uh, you have three, it says three men, three angels come to Abraham and he recognizes them. He bows down to one of them and he calls him Yahweh. Okay. So if you're an angel and somebody, like we have examples of people bowing down to angels and they say, no, 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 get up. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy's fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Bow down to me. Call me Yahweh. And then he says, I'm going to go make some food for you guys sitting under the tree. Wait till I get back. And they're like, okay. Mm. So he goes and fix food. Remember this? Comes yeah. back. And then they reiterate, you're going to have a son. 
Uh, and then Sarah's laughing. Remember that the whole sure, scenario. And sure. Then he says, I'm going to send these two guys down to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. It's that account. Yeah. In that account, Abraham calls one of these three persons Yahweh. Well, that's fascinating. That is. So, so you get this whole angel of the Lord, who is the Lord person, wow. but you've also got the God of heaven who is a spirit and no one's ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. No one's ever seen him. No one's ever. Right. So, so what, what is going on here? And so I think if you really, and that's why the Jews at Jesus time had this, some of them had this theology of the two Yahwehs of the right. Old Testament. It's not a new thing. So I would say that Christianity is Judaism fulfilled. It's, it is the fulfillment of Christianity. It's not a different thing. Right. That's, that, that's what I was trying to say. It's a, yeah. just a little more, I don't want to say chapter nine. I don't want to compare it to no, that. No, no, no. It doesn't contradict. Um, yeah, it doesn't contradict it doesn't at all. It doesn't abrogate earlier stuff. Yeah. But it is, Jesus is the fulfillment of Judaism. Okay. And so I would say that Jews, you know, there's a lot of Jews that are Christians, but there's a ton who aren't. And so Jews who believe in Judaism, they're mistaken about who the God of the Old Testament is. Okay. That's what I would say. So they're, they're, they're mistaken about it. Right. Yeah. Well, I am learning a lot, Robbie, and I just appreciate you um, so much. I, um, I had some, another question here, but it kind of uh, it, it would attribute the fact that a Muslim would say we do worship the same God. But I think what I'm hearing from you is that's not accurate. Uh-uh. Not, not even close. A Muslim would not even say that we worship the same God. No, they think we're committing the worst sin you can. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, no, they don't. They yeah. don't think we think that that Allah is the same as as our God. No way. Yeah, and I, I will. I will just be super honest with our listeners and here with Robbie. I I, I didn't know that was in the Quran. Mm. Um, I, I I mean, very specific. It's not like you have to kind of um, sit and try to pinpoint what what did he actually mean there. Oh no. Um, when you know what's crazy, Chris is um. So for, for most of Islamic history, um, we haven't had um, the Quran or the Hadith translated into non-Arabic. Mm-hmm. It's happened in the last 50, 60 years a ton. Really? Just that so, long? Yeah. So we're living in a time period where we can actually start to understand what their documents say. Well, okay. And so, it's, yeah, it's not like we have <laughs> That's why they didn't history. want to write it down for, at first, right? That's why. That's yeah. why. No, yeah. I think there's a lot to why they didn't want it translated. And that's yeah. even why they'll still say, you're not reading the Quran unless you read it in Arabic. Mm-hmm. Because you can't. It's, it's, it's eternally written in Arabic in heaven, is what they right. would say. And see, this is where it gets weird, because it's like, wait a second, so are you attributing the Quran with being this eternal thing equal with the law? Yeah. I thought that was the worst sin you can commit. Yeah. And, but they kind of do. Yeah. Um, so that's a problem for the Muslim, Absolutely. is they're attributing something that's eternal with the law that's, the, that's words of a book. Um, so, um, but, but, but then you look at the Christian Bible, you, you look at the Old Testament. This is so beautiful. Uh, our God wanted his message translated from the, from the get-go. You don't have to learn Greek or Hebrew to read the Bible. Right. Right? And right. this is so cool. I think G- Jesus spoke Aramaic most of the time. He probably could have sp- spoken oh. Greek, but he spoke Aramaic. The Sermon Language on the of Mount, the people. Yeah. It's, it's a Hebrew dialect, right? Yeah. The Sermon on the Mount was to Jews. When he's talking with his disciples, he's speaking Aramaic most of the time. Yeah. We only have a few Aramaic phrases in the New Testament. They're all in Mark's gospel. The whole New Testament was written in Greek, except for those few phrases in Mark. What does that mean? Well, that means that God wanted us to know right away that you don't worship the words that Jesus said. You don't worship the syntax and the sound. But you can translate mm. the message 
so that all people in the world can understand it. Praise God. Totally different than what the Quran's about. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. So there's so many differences between Christianity and Islam and what our God intended, even with his word. Yeah. Um, we don't worship the same God. That's it. That's um, it. Thank you so much, Robbie. Yeah. Thanks for just adding a lot of clarity to what I know I might need and I know people listening. And uh, I'm so thankful for a God that does care about us and love us mm-hmm. and uh, that doesn't lie. Doesn't go back. And on isn't a deceiver and doesn't go back. And yeah. I'm so thankful there's no chapter nine. There are chapter nines in our Bible, but you know, I'm, I'm figuratively speaking. There's no <laughs> chapter nines in our Bible. These added revelations. And uh, thank you so much, Robbie. And uh, on this What About Wednesday, thanks for listening. And uh, to Kingdom Culture Conversations, have a fantastic day. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit. Regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.